Welcome to the IAB podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the IAB UK podcast, brought to you with the help of our sponsor, Spotify. I'm James Chandler, Chief Marketing Officer at the IAB, and thank you for joining us for the final episode in this first series. We're bowing out on a high this week, looking ahead to our Engage event in June by talking about the best bits from Engage's past with Amy Keane from Starcom and Milton Elias from News UK. We'll also be getting a condensed, easy-to-understand, two-minute explainer of RTB 3.0 and giving you the lowdown on all the goings-on at the IAB this week, as well as reminiscing about our favourite bits from the podcast this year. Plus, our guest answering the usual 10 quick-fire questions about work, life and his trip to Ibiza will be Martin Weller from Weave. Will we throw any curveballs in for the series finale? Well, you'll have to keep listening to find out. So thanks for joining us. Whether you're listening to this podcast while enjoying a relaxing night in or getting glammed up for the IAB UK podcast series one rap party, okay, maybe not. We hope that by the end of this episode, you'll feel more knowledgeable and up to date on everything that's happening in digital advertising this week. Next month, on the 7th of June, IAB Engage returns once again, now in its 14th year, and back at its spiritual home, the Barbican in London. The great and good of media and advertising have graced our stage over the years, from the very first one with Bill Gates, all the way through to last year's unforgettable Ken Fors and David Walsh tag team. And we've had no shortage of superstars closing Engage either, from Catelyn Moran and Brian Cox to Hannah Fry and Stephen Fry. And of course, the legendary meeting of minds that was our CEO, John Mew, and the Hoff in 2014. This year, the mantle will be passed to broadcaster and writer Stacey Dooley to get her take on the role of social media in young girls' lives, as well as her own Insta account and Bulldog Bernie. But today, we are harking back to engages of yesteryear with two IAB UK BFFs, Amy Keane, Global Head of Strategic Innovation at Starcom, and Milton Elias, Head of Mobile and Video at News UK. A very warm welcome to you both. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, and a barnstorming one today because it's our finale, so we can, we can sort of say what we want. Uh, Amy, you've been on that Engage stage, so I have. Uh, tell us about Gimsy. how that felt. <laughs> how did it feel? How was it for you? Um, it was okay, so I ran over by about 10 minutes. Yes, I remember um, it. Yes. <laughs> I felt quite stressed. What did you talk um, about? So I did, so I work in innovation, I've worked in innovation for a long time, and I thought I'd try something new because the bugbear I've always had about mobile is that people have always talked a lot about it but they've never often in conferences demonstrated exactly how powerful it can be so what I did was create like an augmented reality app that everyone there could download that worked along with my presentation so I talked about something called the chimp paradox Ah, yes, yes. um, which is the crazy part of our brain (laughs) the emotional part of our brain and I talked about how the mobile phone is actually the closest device that we have to that crazy emotional part of our brain Um, and use the AR alongside it I think Mindshare did a review of it and said that it was. <laughs> I think said it was. It was one of the best things you've ever seen. A flippant novelty. Oh, did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, moving, moving, <laughs> moving, moving swiftly on. M- M- Milton, you're. You must have a load of best moments. You're like a, a long-term IB engaged goer. Well, what yeah. stuck out for you over the years? Yeah, I mean, there there have been loads of great moments over the years. One in particular was last year. 
mm. with Ken Falls, yeah, which yeah, yeah. obviously with Music K were quite involved with, and all of you will know by now, obviously what a massive undertaking that was to yeah. keep that project secret, but to ultimately prove how easy it is to be duped into thinking that certain. Pieces of news are credible when yeah, reality yeah. Um, that isn't always the case. But yeah, that was quite impressive, and the reaction that came on the back of it, and having David Walsh on stage and, and, yeah, and yeah. unmasking the fake news and, and proving how important quality journalism in, in trusted environments <laughs> is was was remarkable. But there's been quite a few over the years. I mean, yeah, there's been a yeah. lot of good speakers. Well, there's loads, and you can go back all the way. I mean, I mentioned it in the intro, but. Bill Gates, on his 50th birthday, no less, in 2005, mm. the inaugural Engage said that the future of advertising is the internet. I mean, it seems pretty profound when you look back at 2005. You but... just picked my best moment. Oh, have I? <laughs> yeah, well, did. let's talk more. Because of... I was there. Nice segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, I used to work at the IAB, so I, I worked at the IAB right from the beginning. So you've done it from both sides. You've yes. organised things, and you've been on it. Um, and I remember, so... so uh, Guy was the CEO then, and he used to like do everything on his own, so he didn't give anyone any autonomy. <laughs> He's come up with all these initiatives by himself. And he came, he came to speak to me one day, and he was like, I've got an idea for a conference, and I want to call it, and he did like this with his hands, like a sign, like, engage. Oh, wow, that's And I was where, like, Guy, I think that's a bit boring. <laughs> so it was nearly, it was nearly never yeah, engaged. Yeah, I tried to veto it. And I remember, and we got Bill Gates, um, and we had to be really, really quiet about it. Microsoft were, you know, kind of don't don't mess this up this yeah, is like yeah. a big coup for us is coup the word yeah um and i remember when he did his presentation so he had bodyguards there um and couldn't go to the toilet on his own so his bodyguards <laughs> went to the toilet with him and then he did his presentation and i did used to do pr for the iab so i was like right i need to what's the story what's the story and he didn't really say much for about 18 minutes and we were like <laughs> oh, God. he's just talking about microsoft this is really boring and then he hit us with not only only is the future of advertising the internet, but also the internet is going to overtake TV oh in 10 God. years time. And we were like, wow. yes, did it. We were on the front page of the Metro, we were in the Guardian. It's a nice way to kick off. Yeah, amazing. Guy's a little idea. <laughs> and cool, cooling <laughs> it boring engaged. idea, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and um, you sort of go through the years. 2009 was Stephen Fry, which is still the most watched clip on YouTube. I think he's had over 14,000 views. When we were doing the Chem 4 stuff, I was like... This is, I mean, this is going to trend. This is the biggest thing. And I looked it up and it's Stephen Fry's 14,000. So no one's going to knock Stephen Fry off. Any more for you up your sleeve? Well, I miss Stephen Fry, unfortunately. Uh, but Hannah Fry, another Fry, was on one of my faves. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was fantastic. Yeah, she um, is amazing. She, well, she's just incredibly knowledgeable, intelligent yeah. and entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was uh, going on about how data is essentially the link between tangible and intangible worlds and mm. had some really interesting applications of how you can use data to, for example, track down serial killers, yeah, yeah, yeah. for example. Mm. And I thought, actually, this is this is really, really heavy stuff, but a really good um, visualization of how if data is being used to track down criminals, surely we it should be easier yeah. for us to use it to connect brands to <laughs> people. Feels fairly straight. In more engaging it? ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but it was a really great session and she also went into how 
love is is a numbers game, essentially looking at patterns between people's Tinder and and other dating app <gasps> profiles and the likelihood of them finding a match based on a number of criteria. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it was it was great. But she's done all sorts. I mean, she's been on telly. She's done. Not off the back of Engage, maybe. Maybe that's how I found her. I mean, Engage not, launched her career. Maybe he's not. Everyone got on to maybe do not. it. Um, and, uh, of course, we we used to have two Engages, but we folded IB Engage was its last ever, the mobile version was last ever in, in 2015, so it signed off then. But there were, I mean, there were loads of brilliant ones before that as well. What else is in your memory box, Amy? So uh, one of the very early Engages, we had a futurologist. His name was Ian Pearson. Okay. And he worked for BT, so he was BT's resident futurologist. And he was making predictions for 10 years' time, which I think we've already passed. Um, and he predicted that uh, maybe around like the year 2015, every single human being in the world would have like a barcode within their skin, wow. like a chip in their skin. That would be like their, kind of you know, not that their, far off. It's just not in the skin yet, right? Yeah, it would be like your Oyster card or whatever your tap yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's why he predicted that we'd be kind of always on. We should do that. We should go back along the years and work yeah. out all the predictions and see what see what came true and what didn't come true. There's loads of other good stuff. There's a brilliant quote from uh, Mark Howe uh, from Google in 2012 in the wrap up video. This is brilliant. He says. IB Engaged so far has been brilliant, not least because we had the CEO of Twitter, we had Dick Costello, um, we had me, and we had a guy <laughs> from the uh, Guardian talking about data, which was enthralling. And I think 2012 was the first year that went to the Barbican. So where, where was it before the Barbican? The Mermaid ah, okay. Theatre, yeah. Um, another one that I remember, I think this was in 2010, and he's a bit of an industry legend, actually. I remember the first time I saw Bruce Daisley speak. Friend of the podcast as well. Yeah, and he, he worked for YouTube then, and yeah. I remember he... Um, like, I hadn't seen him present... I'd never seen him present before, and I'm not entirely sure many people had. Yeah. He'd previously been at EMAP. This was like, you know, presenting at Engage was a bloody big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Still is. And he... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is was, yeah. Um, and he did this session for YouTube on content consumption and everyone was just blown away. Like everyone in the audience was like, who is this guy? Wow. He's next level. He got the best feedback. Well, we had celebrities that year. He had the best feedback. It's still, it's, I think it still is. We were saying in the office last week, he still yeah. is one of the best feedback sessions ever. And we've oh, had really? him back. And we've had him. And we've, I mean, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's doing yeah. all his work coaches. Yeah, great. Sleep, work, repeat. Uh, any more for you, Milton? Brian Blessed. Ah. I think that was 2015, yeah. the last ever mobile engage before it merged with the wider uh, engage. Yeah. But I think he was just incredibly entertaining. I mean, anything he says in that iconic voice of his <laughs> is always going to be um, fun to hear. But I just thought it was a really nice way to wrap up. I guess, a great day of, of insights and, and trends within digital with a completely left-field, big-name celebrity to come well, it, in and really shake is. things up a bit. And you, uh, you've had all sorts. You've had, uh, mm-hmm. you've had Gary Lineker, we've had Louis Theroux, Brian Cox twice. I mean, so, so good the first time he came back. So it passes to dear Stace to try and do it this year. But I think it should be great. I also have another interesting, this might be quite embarrassing, you might want to cut this. <laughs> I remember the first mobile engage, John Mew presented, he chaired it. And um, on the feedback form, 
<laughs> Sorry. On the feedback form, someone said that the chair reminded them of a used car salesman. <laughs> I, know, I know the exact jacket and shirt he would have been wearing for that. <laughs> he was mortified. I actually know what he was He wearing. was so upset. Was that 2011? <clears throat> yeah, There was one in 2011 been. where they did the, sort of the mastermind thing. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So not only has he had a meltdown on the podcast with his Easter egg <laughs> rant, he also been called out for being a used car salesman. You can't go wrong. Um, uh, look, we could talk all day for this, but thank you so much for coming in and sharing your memories with us. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Milton. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Don't forget, if you want to be part of Engage 2018 on the 7th of June, you'll need a ticket. And the only way to get one is by going to iebuk.com forward slash engage. Register your details and you're away. If you're an IEBUK member, tickets are half price. And if you work at an advertiser or an agency, you get to come completely free on us. At the IAB, we just love to help make the complex simple. So each week, we take a tricky issue relating to policy, standards, privacy, regulation or measurement, and squeeze it into a handy, highly efficient two-minute explanation. This week, we're demystifying the beast that is RTB 3.0. And here to enlighten us and making her podcast debut is the IAB's very own ad tech and standards manager, Tina Lacani. Welcome, Tina. Thank you. Thanks for having me. IAB podcast debut for you. First podcast ever. Okay, (laughs) Uh, okay. We're going to smash it out of the park with this one. Um, And let's get straight into it. Uh, In a nutshell then, what is RTB 3.0? So before I talk about RTB 3.0, I think it's important to explain what open RTB is. So real-time bidding, or RTB, is the automated buying and selling of inventory in what is essentially a virtual marketplace. RTB was developed in 2009 and in 2010, the buyers and sellers of the market got together and decided it's time to create some common rules and just share some information between them to make trading on the market a lot easier for everyone. And this is the initiative that we call Open RTB. Right. So Open RTB is essentially just protocol for vendors in the RTB market Mm -hmm. to create some standardisation when trading. The protocols of OpenRTB are constantly evolving to match the needs of the market Mm -hmm. and OpenRTB 3.0 is just the latest update to it. So what specifically does it mean for digital advertising? So as you can imagine, uh, trading on the market without these rules and consistency across the board was very complicated Mm. and that's why OpenRTB was introduced. Uh, It essentially helps to reduce some of the very long and manual procedures that are involved with RTB and means that companies who adopt the protocols have more time to focus on what value they can bring or what differentiation they can bring to the market. And it's because of this reason that OpenRTB protocols are very widely adopted. OpenRTB 3.0 is just the latest update to mm-hmm. OpenRTB. Um, and it's a really big conversation right now because it's proposing some of the biggest changes to the industry um, since its inception in okay. 2010. Mm. So the changes that it's proposing are addressing some of the large challenges within the industry, such as transparency, authentication, security, and just trust when trading programmatically. Yeah. Um, in terms of what you have to do for it right now, well, the ideas for OpenRTB 3.0 were put up to public comment at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, the actual protocols of OpenRTB 3.0 are being worked on at the moment. So in terms of what you should do right now, um, there's no real action to take. You know, just being aware that this is probably going to be a larger topic towards the end of the year when the protocols are released and more companies start to adopt it. Perfect. And if you're listening to this, how can you find out more? Yeah, great question. So I'm fairly new to the IAB and (laughs) part of my role is going to be to create a hub to share this information. So it's something that I'm working on right now. Um, And so, yeah, just keep an eye on the IAB UK website for more. Brilliant. What an amazing debut. Thank you, Tina. Thank you so much. 
If you want to find out more about any of the topics we cover in this part of the podcast, visit the dedicated Jargon Buster on our site by going to iebuk.com forward slash Jargon Buster. As you've probably picked up on by now, we are just three weeks away from Engage, but we've also been busying ourselves with announcing the first batch of companies certified for the gold standard. So well done at Nexus, Autotrader, Bauer Media, Ground Truth, InSkin, Media IQ, News UK, Precise TV, Sovereign, The Guardian, The Student Room and Weave. Plus, we found the time to launch Digital Ad Spend 2017 and have been prepping for this week's Radio Audio Week. So joining me to talk about all the above is the IAB's Director of PR and Communications, Sophia Armin, and Catherine Cribbin from our Industry Initiatives team. Welcome to you both. Hello. Hello. Uh, Sophia, you've been doing some solid engaged prep in this last week, haven't you? Yeah, I've been doing my revision on the speakers. <laughs> um, Stacey Dooley has taken over most of my weekend. Mm. Um, she's brilliant, um, smart, uh, Young and so wise um, and so up for asking the really difficult questions on some really horrible topics. Um, I really take my hat off to her. So I'm dying to see her. She's going to be amazing. I'm just reading her book at the moment um, and I'm gripped. It's 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 hard reading, but it's amazing reading. So she will really flip, you know, open the lid on sort of the issues in 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 the world around women, around kids, but also the digital opportunities. It's going to be good. Uh, We've also got Keith Weed, who's going to... uh, be you know really welcome to the stage he's he did an announcement early in the year at our cousins ibus on Mm. on their sort of big big event of the year talking about the importance of brands celebrating what's great about digital but also fixing the problems and that's exactly where we are you've just talked about the gold standard um so it's gonna be good who else for you for me polly curtis she did one of our upfronts um last year and was fabulous uh really open honest she's um editor-in-chief of the huff post and uh lucy jameson from uncommon um um, where she sort of set up great creative studio. I think she'll be one to listen to, one to watch, definitely. And Uncommon, I just want to, all the ITV workers, they're on great guns, yeah. so, so Lucy will be brilliant. Um, and we should ask you only because we've asked Amy and Milton, uh, but your favourite ever engaged moment? For me, uh, there's two. One is Simon, that's, you've asked me for one, but Simon Wheatcroft, <laughs> our blind ultramarathon runner, yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he brought on his, his guide dog and he told us about how technology had completely revolutionised his life yeah. when he became blind at the age of seven he was able to learn to run and make friends and go back out into the world which was fantastic Mm. and Hannah Fry was uh, fantastic as Milton said Uh, she just brought an elegance and presentation skill to to the stage um, and just it was such gripping content amazing made it easy and interesting mathematics not Mm. my strongest subject no no she is amazing Um, Catherine what about you favourite ever engaged moment of yesteryear of yesteryear I absolutely loved Paula Bell from the HuffPo Um, I think it was maybe 2015 Mm. Uh, she talked all about the representation of women in advertising through the years. Yeah, and I've basically been a mega fan ever since. I've read her book, I follow her on Instagram. I've, yeah, she's amazing. Nice. Yeah, she was brilliant. Um, and, you know, what a time to be on the IBUK podcast in this week of all weeks, which is Radio Audio Week. I know. So it's the first ever Radio Audio Week and it's happening right now. And it's basically a combination of lectures, conferences, workshops, and it all finishes off on Saturday with the British Podcast Awards. Nice. Very exciting. Um, and basically the way that it came about is that the Radio Centre and the Radio Academy decided to bring together two of their big conferences of the year. That's Tuning In and the Radio Festival mm-hmm. and have basically just a big week of celebration of radio and audio nice. um, and we are very excited to be involved with our sound investment seminar which is today mm-hmm. Thursday 
Thursday. It's sponsored by Deezer and Acast and we've got lots of fantastic speakers. We've got TalkSport, we've got Bauer, we've got Global and loads of others. Cracking yes. lineup. Yeah, it should be brilliant. So amongst others, you run our audio advisory group. Um, so what's, what are those guys coming up with this year? Um, so one of the big things that we've got coming up this year is a piece all um, a piece of research all about voice technology, um, all about mm. the challenges and opportunities that voice tech um, and voice assistants present for advertisers of the future. Um, so we'll do a little teaser about that today at our sound investment seminar. Nice. Um, and yeah, we'll be launching that sort of a bit later on in the summer. We're also doing um, a big piece on creative best practice that there's an audio mm-hmm. section in and we'll be launching that in the summer as well nice. on our website. Plenty going on. Yeah, lots um, we shouldn't go without talking about, given this is the uh, season finale, particular moments that you've enjoyed from the podcast, Catherine. Um, I mean, there are so many, yes. but I think my favourite one was the very, very first roundtable that we did all about the fake news session yes. at Engage. Um, so as an iab I had an idea that was, there was something going on. People were acting a little bit mysterious and shifty in the office, but I did not expect there to be an actor and thousand people in a room just to be totally shocked when um, this actor got outed as basically the representation of (laughs) fake news by David Walsh from the Sunday Times Um, and it was just lovely to hear Ollie Lewis um, and Alistair Williams talking all about how they worked with the IB um, for nine months on creating this sort of amazing ruse Um, and it's kind of interesting to hear how David had only had three hours sleep the night before and how um, the actor had only met David like just before they went on stage and everyone there was so much nervous energy but yeah it was really nice to hear the kind of behind the scenes of that I thought no it was it was it was a great one Um, and Sophia what about you for me, uh, episode six, um, the creative equals ladies, Pip yes. Jameson and Tony Robinson. That was yeah. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it, it's just a really interesting area of our industry, of all industries, mm. I guess, but the benefits of diversity in the workplace and, you know, if we're selling products people, we need to represent that it, the wider society, that neurodiversity really matters, yeah. that if, you know, you scan CVs based on typos then you might be overlooking people with amazing skills in other in other spaces so just that idea that you really need to think beyond the traditional way of recruiting hiring mixing up teams role models all those things so important and you know what it isn't an easy conversation in that sense, but there was just there was just sort of so much. And I think probably of all the ones we've done, we could have made a whole podcast from that. I mean, they oh, were absolutely. absolutely brilliant, like the both of them. They were so, so good. Guys, that's all we've got time for. But thank you very much. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. 1,200. It's a Harshad number, i.e. an integer that's divisible by the sum of its digits when written in a given base. But we knew you knew that already. It's also the number of member organisations that make up the IAB UK membership. So every week, we shine a spotlight on a different member company and invite someone to spend one minute answering as many of our ten quickfire questions as they can. And this week, taking to the hot seat for the very last time in Series 1, it's Martin Weller, Managing Director of Weave. Welcome, Martin. Hello, James. And uh, dedicated follower of the podcast, you know all those that have walked before you. Indeed, big fan, I do. It's an honour. You know the rules, um, because you are so dedicated. Ten questions, 60 seconds. Uh, Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's start the clock. Tell us something you borrowed but never gave back. 
Well, my mum was big on two things. Don't lie, return stuff. I told the odd fib, I always give stuff back. The best bit of corporate swag you've ever been given? The same media skateboard. In what format do you keep your to-do list? Well, if my mobile is my fifth limb, my weave daybook is definitely my sixth. Carefully dissected for obsessive organisation. What was the last thing you liked on Facebook? I've gone analogue on social, taken a break. Ooh. Tell us something about yourself we wouldn't find on your Wikipedia entry. Well, putting aside my diverse scars and those stories for another time, uh, 21 years old, I jumped in a mate's boat there were two others pretty cluelessly set sail for the great atlantic five weeks later made it onto the shores of ibiza adventure of a lifetime that's unbelievable who would play you in a biopic of yourself paul rudd aka mike from friends bit of a geek very funny i've got the geek bit covered he could make me funny the concentrated juice drink sold in laminated foil pouches capri sun or capri sun really who says capri sun (laughs) capri sun Uh, if you had two minutes to teach someone something new what would it be old school party trick flying reverse roundhouse kick from my martial arts days or the caterpillar hardly bruce lee definitely not a break dancer might be a letdown what advice would you give your 21 year old self take life a little less seriously and stop doing the caterpillar on night south <laughs> and your favorite ever moment from engage easy peasy ken fours fake news david walsh legendary uh, and that is it that's your 10 questions thank you very much martin thank you james and that brings us to the end of another episode and to the end of the series Thanks again to our sponsor, Spotify. We genuinely couldn't have done this without you. And thank you for tuning in for episode 10. We hope you've enjoyed it, even if all you've learnt is that you're safe lending things to Martin Weller. If you've enjoyed listening to our first ever series, please do tell people you think might be interested in the podcast too. And give us that sought-after five-star rating. If you want to be the first to know any news of our possible second series, or you want more information on what the IAB does, or how you can get in touch with us, Find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on Twitter and Instagram. We'd also love your feedback on our first series, so please do let us know what you thought by emailing podcast at iabuk.com. So for the last time this series, thank you very much for listening. The IAB Podcast from SNK Studios.